Good morning, and it's good to be back with you again this week as we approach Easter. You know, sometimes we struggle to show to those near to us just how much we care for them. And sometimes those we care for don't always appreciate the care that we show to them. I would like us in our short time together just to consider events involving the apostles during the week leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus, bearing in mind that while Jesus knew what was about to happen to him, and even though Jesus had told the disciples what would happen to him, they didn't realize that it would happen so soon or that it would happen in a way that was totally alien to what they thought it would be because they didn't understand what Jesus was about to do. Let me just read from John chapter 13, verse 1 through to 17, as we just make a few observations on the way. It was just before the Passover festival Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Let's just think about those words. He loved them to the end. In the few days that Jesus had before his crucifixion, his main concern was for his disciples. Let me read on. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Let's just stop for a moment and think about that. Jesus' concern for all of them extended to Judas Iscariot. Jesus showed us how to love our enemies. Jesus loved Judas Iscariot, even though Judas never availed himself of that love. That's something for us to think about. But let's read on. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. You see, knowing this, Jesus, rather than consider himself He showed his love to others, to his disciples. Then we read on. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. When Jesus did this, this was something that was unheard of. Certainly for a master to lower himself in the presence of his followers and for him to humble himself in this way. Let's read on. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, you're not going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Let's just again stop for a moment. You see, Jesus said to Peter, you do not realize now 
what I am doing. You see, Peter was insistent at this point that Jesus would not stoop to lower himself to wash his feet. But when Jesus said, if I don't, you cannot have fellowship with me, then Peter, in his ignorance, went to the other extreme. Let me read on. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. And that was why he said, Not everyone was clean. What do you understand from this? Well, in these words, what Jesus was saying to Peter, Your sins are forgiven. You know, Peter, once you are saved, you are saved. But notice the reference to Judas. This tells us that Judas wasn't saved. Let me read on. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I've set this to you as an example, that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. You see, what's happening here is Jesus is giving them a practical illustration, an illustration of the love that he, Jesus, has for them and for us. And he's also showing us that this is a love that we should show as we help each other to walk through what is still a sinful world. And for us to do this, it will require humility and love. So as we approach Easter, we will see the extent of the love that Jesus has, the love that he has for us. Shall we pray? Father, as we approach this Easter time, We pray that you will just be with us and teach us and show us, show us when we see the the extent of the love that you have for us as you gave yourself on that cross. That is the love that we should be prepared to show to our friends, to encourage each other, for others who love you, and also for us to show that love to those we would call our enemies. Our Father just blesses this Easter time as we ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. I just want to leave with you this morning a verse from Philippians chapter 2 verse 8. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. We saw him in that passage 
Jesus who humbled himself to wash the feet of his disciples. But he would humble himself even further as he entered into death, even the death on a cross. Well, God willing, I'll be back again tomorrow with some more thoughts from God's word. In the meantime, God bless. Take care. Bye now.